Hey, what's going on? The Beanie Boys back. I'm your host this week. It is Joe Dorville, and I'm here with this is Kyle. To the pride, to the pride, to the pride. This is a podcast. Oh, I forgot to say the name of the podcast. This is Who Does a Podcast, the podcast where we rank, review, and <laughs> dig into the history behind every song on the Hamilton soundtrack. This episode, we're covering Satisfied, track 11. Uh, Kyle, what's going on, buddy? Not too much. I'm excited about this one. A lot of people, I think, are excited this about this one. Uh, I'm excited about yeah. this one because I'm sitting here with a very special friend of mine, uh, Jillian. How are you today? Hello, doing well. I need to get closer on the mic. Uh, this is a, you're our first guest. How does it feel? Um, I'm honored. I've really enjoyed listening. Yeah. And I love Hamilton. So here we are. Excellent. Yeah. We uh, figured after 10 episodes, we got big time. So it's like, let's start bringing in guests, right? Yeah. Uh, people don't want to hear us <laughs> all the time, you know? <laughs> And it's nice to have a, a female exactly. presence on the show. That's something I always wanted added to the show. Definitely. Um, Jillian, so a little backstory. Jillian watched the show with me. Well, I watched the show with Jillian my first time. Um, mm-hmm. She kind of forced her way <laughs> to watch it for, I think that was her third watch. Yes. And my first watch. I was like, Joe, we must watch it now. Yeah, I was like, I'm, I plan on watching on my day off. She was like, oh, when's your day off? And I was like, it's Thursday. And she was like, well, we've been socially distanced and responsible. Is it cool if I come over? And I was like, yeah, sure. Why not? And then she's singing every song while I'm watching. I was like, wait, how many times have you seen this already? <laughs> it's too distracting. <laughs> not too distracting, awesome. but just caught me off yeah. guard. Exactly. Yeah, no, I, I'm a huge. So fan. she was already an expert by the time yeah. Joe had seen it. So, by so the how time many I times s- do you think you've seen it so far, Jillian? You know, I have lost count, but <laughs> I guess realistically, mm-hmm. if I think about it, probably ten to fifteen times. Ten to fifteen. Whoa, times. Wow! <laughs> All right. How many? That's how awesome. many, How many Hamilton cherries have you popped? <laughs> a few. A few. Yeah. This basically yeah that's how every I mean, cherry it. trees have you chopped down that is the re- one of the reasons why i've seen it so much because i've introduced it to a lot of people okay so you Excellent. are the hamilton that's fantastic mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and i just love musical theater in general so 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 all mm. about it all right let's get to the general thoughts again we're doing satisfied kyle i'm gonna let you take this first Okay, um, so this is, as we kind of talked about last week, a direct companion piece to last week's song, Helpless, because we are at, we start at Eliza and Hamilton's wedding, I guess the reception really, and yeah. as Angelica's is giving her speech, she's thinking back in time to the night they met, so it rewinds, as we say in the song, <laughs> rewinds back to that <laughs> winner's ball, back to the night they met. Why? And uh, her feelings of Hamilton at that time, which are a little stronger than we were led to believe. Yeah, way stronger than we uh, <laughs> initially anticipated. Uh, Julie, yes. what are your thoughts on the song? Um, I really liked how it touches on um, how, you know, hyper, what is that word? Is it um, 
hypergamy, basically like marrying hmm. for st- social status, mm. is oh. a pressure that a lot of hypergamy. Thank you. Wow, Kyle, smarter than me. Thank you. <laughs> I'm just thinking of how it would be pronounced. Hypergamy. Mm. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. Interesting. Uh, but that was kind of like a societal standard at that time. And, mm. um, it was just interesting to me to see how that carries over in some aspects of social culture, even today, even mm. in America. Mm. But Absolutely. Um, overall, I think in general, people marry here in America more for love. Mm. Now. But that doesn't seem like that's working out very well. Mm. So I just thought that was very interesting. <laughs> uh, yeah. Dare to, dare to say that was the most well thought out general thoughts <laughs> on the show. It was so a very far. specific general thought. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Man, Cause that's uh, um, talked about a lot on ha- in Hamilton's perspective is he wants to move up. He came from nothing, wants to move up uh-huh. in the world and that's touched on in this. And part of this song is Angelica realizing that. And what it yeah, means for I, I her, and her, and it, it drives her decision making. Yeah, because she doesn't want to get with him because he has no status, because his, he can't add anything to her family. Even though she realizes that that sucks, and I think See, I do love this guy. I don't really think it's that she doesn't think he can add anything. I think it's that she thinks he's not genuine in his attraction mm. to her because he thinks because mm. she thinks he only wants to marry them because they're the rich Skylar sisters. Interesting. Now, yeah, no, that's not my perspective. Yeah, that's not my perspective either. But I can I can see where really you're... I don't know because she's I mean, this is a this is her pining, yeah, this for, is her him. pining for him. This whole song. And... So she wouldn't she wouldn't not marry. Well, See, that's the thing. There's these three th- fundamental oh, truths, which kind Kyle. of are <laughs> in, kind of in the middle there that they all kind of swirl around. So uh, one of them is what you're saying, but I think the second one is what I'm yeah. saying, where she realizes he wants to marry them because and of their status. And I guess maybe that's why she puts so Eliza kind of both on. True. Yeah. Eliza, yeah. So... I think, is, yeah, I think it's all yeah. because even in the song, she says it's, it's a all thought it, that she yeah. has at the exact same time. So she understands mm-hmm. that maybe his pursuit is because of um, financial riches and whatever status that he'd get from her family. Mm-hmm. But her affection for him, I think, also overrides that it doesn't fully clearly because she then passes him to Eliza. But her affection for him overrides that sentiment because she does feel mm-hmm. a certain way about him. Right. It all ties back into whether or not you're actually happy or satisfied. Mm. Yes, as they say. <laughs> so yes, <laughs> all right. Yeah, it's uh, uh, it's a very obviously intricate song. It's oh, a very dense song. There's a lot going on. Uh, we've said okay, that a lot for a lot of songs, oh, but there we go. Uh, hmm? Last thing before we get in the ranking. Um, do you did you guys find in your research where the title for the song came from? No, no. Okay, so Glenn uh, found a letter that Angelica sent to Hamilton, and it said, "You are happy, my dear friend, to find consolation in words and thoughts. I cannot be easily satisfied." Mm. Mm. Okay. Interesting. So that's a direct and I, letter callback. I also had the thought of can a revolutionary mind ever really be satisfied? 
aren't you always going to want more? Yes. I think that was another kind of. Well, I think, uh, yeah, I think that's the illusion for Hamilton as well, because Mm -hmm. he's like, you're like me. I can never be satisfied. He knows he can't be satisfied. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's definitely a theme for him throughout the whole play for sure. Mm -hmm. And then that's them meeting and realizing they're, they're similar in that way. Um, Mm -hmm. I also wanted to shout out, of course, Renee Elise Goldsberry. Thank Uh, you, Kyle. This is her song. This is her, her destructive song. Um, I say destructive as in she just tears the house down. Uh, yeah, I love her. She's incredible. Yeah, in this, no, she's for a sure. fucking. I can't believe Joe told me the other day that she's like 49. She's now 49. When they probably shot this, she was like Cannot 45. Wow. Yeah. That's. Yeah. <laughs> it's stunning. That's surprising. That melanin. Crazy. Yes. Uh, all right. <laughs> We've. We've sashayed and we are uh, dancing <laughs> long enough. Farzad, can you give us the rankings? Now, it's a little different this time. There's three rankings. It is. It is. So give us They've all, all been the rankings. Sent secretly. Don't reveal yes. any names. And the trigger rule only still applies to me and Kyle. I just want to get that mm. up front. Interesting. Yes. Doesn't apply to third parties. What? Why? Why can't I? Do we have potentially watch this if it's we link up or you and him link up? <laughs> Sorry. So can, can I see the rankings it's or, first or for the are you going to keep explaining? Oh snap! Hold on! Hold on! Hold on! Hold on! Hold oh, on! No, see, what have we I done? knew this was going to be a difficult, oh, the numbers difficult are... episode for me. How do we measure? <laughs> Where do we stand? At number one, two, three, four, five. Number seven, does this bother you? So in 30th place. So what do you want to see the most? All right, Farzad. Now, give us the ranking. Now you may. The numbers are six, five, and one. Interesting. (laughs) Close as hell. Interesting. I fucking... Okay, so, spoiler alert. I think I know who one is. Before Jillian <laughs> okay. uh, and Farzai got oh, here, yeah, me and yeah, Kyle yeah. were talking, and I said, Kyle, I'm a little scared. He said, why? I was like, because I think <laughs> we may link up on this one. And he was like, I don't know. I was yeah. like, I might, because this is, uh, I'm not going to say if it feels high or low, but I was like, I think we're going to link up on this one. And do you want to guess who's who? Um, My guess is... You're six, mm-hmm. and he's five. Yes, she knows me too. Well, that is correct. <laughs> that means Jillian, yeah. number one song, number one, wow. and that favorite. is why she wanted to guest. <laughs> <laughs> this is why this is the episode she chose. Clearly, yeah, yes. obviously, yes. yeah. Do you want yeah, to tell background? Us why she was like, "Can one? I do satisfied?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I just it's think like, it's sure. such a good song. It just reminds me of. Just an amazing R&B, like lyrically challenging, almost like Mariah mm. Carey type lyrics, mm. like very fast, but very, um, you can still understand exactly what's being said. Mm. And um, right. it just gives me just an R&B feeling. And I love R&B music. So. Awesome. All right, Kyle, you're five. So I'll go last this well, time. I would like to say... You should not have been afraid that I was number six because I did number six already. That was Skylar Sisters. 
You did? See, I never, I knew I should have checked. I wanted to check, but I forgot. You don't look at the rankings. Like on the drive home, well, I was fine. like, I should probably check to see if he has like, oh, six no. already, but I didn't think about it. But I'll, I'm only a little bit offended um, that you haven't memorized my <laughs> rankings. So, yeah, number five, I mean, for all the reasons said, it's it's an extremely powerful song. It's an extremely uh, dense and well-performed song. It's amazingly written. It's it's the the rhyming, the delivery, the 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 everything really <laughs> and it's just such a great thematic song um because of i'm kind of a sucker for that same event from different perspectives trope mm. um you see it in, in movies and tv all the time so this just when this happened the first time i saw it thing. so the first time i watched this when they started rewinding back i was like oh my god i was like they're doing it because <laughs> they do it on stage like the stage starts spinning around everyone goes back to where they were at the ball like it's it's a it's yeah. great visually, but then the the song just packs that punch to back it up that um, it just really hits for me. So this is one that we've we've talked about making the rankings. This one rose the more I listened mm. to it because mm. you understand so much of it more, especially on rewatches. It really helps mm. um, and re-listens because it is so dense and you have and you start to understand the character of Angelica more the more you listen to it and this one just it wouldn't stay down and it it rose up to five for me so yeah um I had it at six uh for all those who are gonna nip away at my heels this is the highest song I have so far oh don't be Uh, don't be so scared (laughs) six is the highest for you exactly I know so So six is the highest I've had so far um (laughs) this song never rose but it never fell because I think I've told you like my top 10 was like already solidified once we talked about doing it and it was supplanted it actually uh, I want to talk to you about potentially like our final episode being like a re-ranking or something but um, I can see the song (laughs) moving up the list because it's so good it's so powerful and that's what I mean yeah it packs such a punch her performance is great she's hitting high notes she's rapping super intricate lyrics It's like it's a masterclass. And then to the rewind factor, I didn't even pick up on like the full, full rewind until actually when I was listening back to the soundtrack and I heard in the background, mm. lady, I was like, wait a second. And then yeah, I they, they put made so me watch much it in the second yeah. time. I was like, wait, they went back to literally every point. So when Hamilton walks over, pushes Lafayette away, I was like, wow, yep. this is insane. Yeah, the whole all the, uh, the whole background does shit again like it's, it's crazy uh goes Just back basically wise, to point yeah. a i was like man it is yeah. so masterfully and skillfully done um yeah this is clearly obviously one of my favorite songs uh not more than either of you guys but still one of my favorite songs and that means a lot come from me you know i've had a very controversial mm, ranking mm. so far so yeah <laughs> yeah your first but top yeah. 10 excellent First top 10. I think if you guys just gave it more time, we'd all be at number one. <laughs> 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 all right. <laughs> so um, is there anything anybody else wants to add before we move on? Um, we thought- talked about the rewind part. I just wanted to give a shout out because um, there's a quote by Hamilton that says... 
Imagine pressing the back button on your TV remote and watching the people walk backwards and everything. That's where Andy Blankenbuehler, the show's I, choreographer, I, worked worked his magic. I hope that was a quote from Lynn because I don't think Hamilton had TVs yet. <laughs> oh, he wasn't watching it. He didn't write this. <laughs> I, I meant I meant Manuel. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thank you. I was like, wait a second. I, if I, I said Hamilton, hey, he plays the guy. <laughs> True. Yeah. I also yeah, yeah I found so I just a fun to fact talk about the that um I just want to say the choreographer. Well, yeah. But Lynn Manuel uh, <laughs> wrote the lyrics to the song, but he, he wasn't even able to rap them fast enough Real. himself. Mm-hmm. Whoa. So he wrote it. Mm-hmm. Huh. Wasn't that cool? That's interesting. Wow. Um, I guess it was in his head, yeah. He just couldn't get it up. Mm-hmm. Well, fun fact, he actually wrote That's this impressive. song before he even wrote Skylar Sisters. So okay. He knew he this song was going to be in the show before he even had their introduction into the show. So Crazy. I thought that was interesting. All right. On to the historical nuggets. Uh, okay, this is my next uh, project. I will have a historical nugget sound by next week. I will. Um Jillian, would you like to go first? Can we pause real quick? Whoa, boy. Welcome to Intermission. All right, back from that intermission. Um, Like we were saying, uh, Jillian, you were going to give your historical nugget before Farzad had to derail us. All right, I... Did not title my nugget. Oh, oh shoot. I just it. thought about that. You can do the cow. Just uh, <laughs> make it her name. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah. So it's about basically about Angelica. Um, so she was born uh, Angelica Schuyler, February 20th, 1756, and was an American socialite. Eldest daughter of Continental Army General Philip Schuyler. And a sister of Elizabeth Schuyler Hamilton and sister-in-law of Alexander Hamilton. Uh, So one of the prominent visitors to the Schuyler estate in 1776 was John Barker Church. He's an English-born merchant who made a fortune during the war supplying the American and French armies during the American Revolution. Um, At the time of Angelica and John's meeting and subsequent courtship, Church was on a mission from the Continental Congress to audit army supply records. And knowing that her father would not bless their marriage because of his suspicions about Church's past, Angelica and uh, John Church eloped in 1777. They later had Mm -hmm. eight children together. Um, So those suspicions that um, Philip Schuyler had were related to church. Um, he's he had a business in London by his uh, mother's brother, which was a, a wealthy uncle of his, named John Barker. And it was reported that speculation on the stock exchange and gambling were responsible for his bankruptcy in August of 1774. So that's where church's Schuyler's um, kind of like yes, okay. Church's bankruptcy. He was gambling and went bankrupt. In 1774. And that's oh. a year or two two years before he met Angelica. Hmm. So Philip knew that and was like, uh, Nuh-uh. I don't know if you uh-uh. want to marry this guy. 
But uh, like they it. just eloped and um, got married in 1777. Um, so, and that actually took place three years before she ever met Hamilton. Right. So she met Hamilton at the wedding, at Eliza and Hamilton's wedding. Really? Huh. In December 1780. By this time, she was already a mother to two of the children, two of the eight children that she had with church. Wow. So, um, yeah, Eliza was actually alone in Morristown when she first met Hamilton in early oh. February 1780. So many. So that must be alone. Literary at the stretches. Ball. Yeah. This this winter's. Uh-huh. So, yeah. Okay. Ac- fancy dress formal or the whatever they call ball. it. No, because. Yeah, I'm saying the ball specifically, because remember, I found out that her mom, Peggy and Angelica were all in Morristown. Right. But Angelica but was they not. They might have not all went to the ball. Correct. So, yeah. Right. She was not. Yeah. And so, in actuality, there was no, you know, she had a lot less pressure on her to marry Rich, mm-hmm. um, as the song says, you know, she was already married by yeah, that time. Exactly. Uh, so. Interesting. Yeah. That's cool. That's my nugget. Solid. All right. Thank you. All right. Keeping it moving along. Kyle. Well, there's a few other historical stretches or I guess literary, what do they call them? Liberties (laughs) being taken because this one is titled My Father Has No Sons because that is incorrect. (laughs) So Philip Schuyler, (laughs) the Schuyler sister's dad and mom had three sons. I say father. Had three sons total and by this point their eldest son john bradstreet schuyler had been born in 1765 so he was already around so yeah as we said in the schuyler sisters episode angelica eliza and peggy were the three oldest but then john bradstreet was born after them um and these are of course the ones that survived childbirth and childhood because a few of they had more children that didn't yeah. quite grow up so he is the oldest surviving 15 yeah yeah i think it's 15 he's the oldest surviving son so uh so i got a lot of this info from the new york state museum site so i just wanted to cite that so he was the seventh child and eldest surviving son of the 15 offspring of the marriage of philip schuyler and his wife katharina van rensselaer and i will be saying van rensselaer a lot (laughs) i'm just gonna stick with one pronunciation (laughs) Uh, he was named after his Catherine. I thought it was just Catherine. Catherine. I probably wrote that down wrong. Catherine Van Rensselaer. <laughs> I was like, wait a second. <laughs> I see. I, that's why I paused. I was like, that doesn't look right. It's definitely not Catherine. <laughs> uh, he was named for his father's mentor, Colonel John Bradstreet, who they had he had known during his army days. Uh, so Bradstreet, as John had come to be known, grew up in the colonial Albany's largest home and at his father's country estate in Saratoga. So during the 1770s and 80s, he began to understand that he would have the opportunity to follow in his famous father's footsteps as the oldest son. Uh, so already destined to receive the substantial property near Albany, in 1783, he inherited a share in the Saratoga patent and in 1787, he married Elizabeth Van Rensselaer, so he inherited a lot of her land also. So the Van Rensselaers and the 
Schuylers were very large landowning families in New York. Um, so, so he married this was one a of his distant, cousins. Yeah, I was about to get there. This is another distant cousin on his mother's side, okay. similar to how like Peggy's husband, which we mentioned. Yeah, Peggy had also married a Van Rensselaer cousin, uh, which we mentioned in the Schuyler sister episode. So, again, the family. always keep the money in the family. Absolutely. <laughs> so by the time he was married, Brad Street had taken over management of his father's estate at Saratoga. And in 1791, he was elected supervisor and assessor of the town of Saratoga in the newly formed Saratoga County. And in 1794, he was elected to represent Saratoga in the New York State Assembly. But just past his 30th birthday, John Bradstreet Schuyler died at Saratoga. Oh, boy. In August 19th, 1795. The body was brought to Albany, where his funeral the following day brought great interest and he was buried in the Van Rensselaer family vault. So, yeah, there's not a lot of info on this. So his dad ended up living Yeah, not a lot of info on this firstborn son, probably because he died so young, and he kind of just stuck to managing land and doing kind of local political stuff. Um, but I did find this quote. <laughs> so, yeah, a lot of this is obviously in contradiction to the song. She says she has to marry Rich because she's the oldest. Um and he has no sons. So I got a quote from Lin-Manuel, Lin-Manuel Miranda about that. He said, I actually forgot that Philip had 15 children, but I think that my brain wanted my brain wanted me to forget because it's stronger dramatically if societally she can't marry you. I guess meaning Hamilton. And in reality, she was married yeah. when they met, as Jillian said. She was married when Hamilton came to the Schuyler sisters' That's lives. Nice. Moreover, helpless and satisfied are a microcosm for the whole story, which entirely depends on who tells it. To me, it's extremely effective to see the courtship from Eliza's perspective, then rewind the whole thing and then tell it again. Angelica, while she and Hamilton are soulmates, she reads him like she reads him in a second and knows she can't marry him. So she lets her sister marry him to keep him in her life. I definitely had to take a dramatic license. So obviously he knows it. We all know it now, but he's it's telling a, a story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a phenomenal idea. She also sounds a little regretful. Um, like, if only I'd given him a real chance. Yeah, yeah. like towards the end of the yeah. song, yeah. Definitely. Uh-huh. So that is the real firstborn right. son that did exist. <laughs> all right, mine is titled The Best Man. Mm. So... The song starts with John Lawrence entering with drinks and announcing (laughs) Angelica's maid of honor speech. And that would have been hard for him to do from Philadelphia. Uh Oh, you see the Hamilton Eliza wedding took place at the Schuyler's mansion in Albany. Mm -hmm. So as the song says, let's rewind. (laughs) Uh, <laughs> John Lawrence oh was taken prisoner by the British in May 1780 after the fall of Charleston, South huh. Carolina. As a prisoner of war, he was shipped to Philadelphia, where he was paroled with the condition that he could not leave Pennsylvania. Hamilton wrote uh, in a letter to Lawrence dated September 16, 1780, and it read, I wish you were at liberty to transgress the bounds of Pennsylvania. I would invite you after the fall after the fall, yeah, uh, fall of the season, uh, to Albany. Fall in this context is kind it of weird. Be a lot of things, yeah. um, 
Yeah, like when I read it just now, I was like, wait a second, huh? Um, after the fall to Albany to be witness to the final consummation, people were taking this weird because consummation can mean consummation of love, but I think it, clearly he's just saying the wedding. Being married. Um, yeah. You know, they had flowery language back then. Um, like definitely like consummate your marriage. Yeah, exactly. I think it's become um, something my different these days. is yeah. a good girl. Yeah, it's become a whole different thing. Uh, my mistress is a good girl and already loves you because I told her you were a clever fellow and my friend. But mind, she loves you a la American, not a la... Ah, uh, oh, damn, how did I say this again? Funs, fun, French. Uh, <laughs> Francais. Francais, thank you. That's what I was thinking of. Francais. Sorry, I haven't looked at this since like 11 o'clock this morning. Um, and people were taking that in weird ways. And all he was saying, he was essentially making a dig at the French saying, she loves you like an American, like a friend, not in the French romance way. Mm-hmm. Um, so determined to get back to South Carolina and continue fighting for the South, um, the South, Southern uh, Front? Front? Probably. There's another word. I can't think of it. Um I said probably, I think. There's another word for it, but again. Theater? They called like battle the Southern arenas. Theater. theater. The Southern Theater. There uh-huh. we go, buddy. Um, uh, in expectation of being freed by a prisoner exchange in November of 1780, Lawrence wrote to George Washington and requested a leave of absence from his service as aide de camp. Uh, Washington uh, allowed him to relinquish his title for the time being to help him expedite his uh, freedom in this prison exchange, prisoner exchange. Uh, and then when Lawrence was freed, he was freed, but was appointed by Congress to go to France almost effectively, almost immediately, effectively on business on a business trip to secure more money and supplies. Um, he did not want to go. So. He's this is this is November, so he didn't want to go. And if you in context, the wedding is taking place in December, mm-hmm. but he decided to stay in Philadelphia to argue his appointment to go across the seas because he wanted to go back to South Carolina, therefore missing the wedding entirely. Uh, eventually, he succumbed to the request, and in March of 1719, 1781, he along with Thomas Paine. Oh, exactly. Because he'd been reading Common Sense by Thomas Paine. Oh, I bet they all did. um, Along with Thomas Paine, they went to meet Ben Franklin, who was already in Paris. All right. So that was the best man. Wow. So three. What else was interesting, actually, that I found out? So he's three three historical Uh, inaccuracies this week. (laughs) <laughs> yeah probably even more <laughs> yeah but, um, not the only ones angelica's husband also had a duel with aaron burr oh, oh that's that, 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 that for later episodes <laughs> come on come on hey, your favorite line my favorite line how do you pick one right and i think one of the sort of lines that resonates most with me is <laughs> time for the favorite line Oh boy, somebody's getting a little ahead of themselves. Okay, uh, who's so uh, it just so happens that uh, uh, Jillian, <clears throat> your line is first. Do you want to tease it in any way, or do you want me to just play it and you'll talk about it afterwards? 
You can play it. All right. Yeah, um, so I chose that line just because I like the the cadence mm-hmm. of of um, her voice. Um, just like the, when you said hi, I forgot my dang name. That's great, yeah. You know, uh, so I just thought that it was cute. And um, it's also, you know, it's a lovely feeling when you meet someone and you just like have those butterflies. Mm-hmm. You can't even really explain it, but you just... Um, are just like you know love struck yeah off rip it just doesn't it's not <laughs> something that happens very often exactly you know? so that's why I chose that line awesome. yeah I think that line's dope because one in the performance she does that head snap and it's like <laughs> oh shit um and then when she says dang in such a like modernized way that we're accustomed right. to it kind of breaks like all fourth, fifth, sixth, eighth wall, and it's like, oh, she loves him beyond whatever this play is. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, it's a good way that's of saying really it. Really good. Yep. All right, Kyle. Do you? You never want to tease uh, up. You just nope, to play, let's right? just hear it. Okay. <laughs> so, so, so. so this is what it feels like to match wit with someone at your level. What the hell is the catch? It's the feeling of freedom of seeing the light. It's Ben Franklin with the key and a kite. You see it, right? The conversation. Like- Woo. So yeah, this is where the the delivery really starts to pick up, and that's where I, I kind of picked this one. Um, so this is just her. This is just where the performance just really takes off, I think, to me. Sorry, I blanked out there. Um, but I love that uh, the Ben Franklin with the key and a kite line. It's electricity. They have electricity in the air. Mm. This is that meeting. <laughs> so you know. Uh, but yeah, just I didn't even take it. Yeah, that way. I didn't That's mean, yeah. <laughs> you see it, right? Nice. So yeah, it's um, yeah. <laughs> a great metaphor. And like I said, this is like the real the start of that real fast paced um, delivery that she does. It just is incredible. So that's why it stood out to me. Solid. Hmm. All right. Uh, I would do a little preamble oh. of mine. Um, so. As I'm gonna break the fourth wall here, uh, as we talked <laughs> about in our intermission, this song was the hardest song for me to pick just one line. It's crazy, yeah. And that's even having the uh, benefit of knowing both your lines and all the lines I was picking from didn't even intersect with your lines, even yeah. though your lines would have been like the fifth, sixth versions. But this song is so fucking great and phenomenal and the line i picked is not even like super it doesn't show off any of like the uh insane rapping ability or anything but the emotion in the line is the thing that sticks with me every time As I romanticize what might have been if i hadn't sized him up so quickly at least, my dear Eliza's his wife. At least I keep his eyes in my life. When mm. I'm, I was driving home and I was doing my ritual, which is every episode I just keep rewinding the song. Re- yeah, I just keep replaying the song, replaying the song. Why? 
And every time it gets to that part where she's like having the that interpersonal thought that I'm never going to have him, but I'm happy he has a position in my life. Right. I just like her voice does something magical to me. And I like just my eyes just well up immediately. And I'm like, oh, just imagine loving someone that, you know, would be right for you. But you just, it's not and the right thing to do. And to have them always like there. Just, yeah. And they're just always around. And it's not even like, it's not the right thing to do because you don't want to do it. It's because of societal pressure, at least in the context of the mm-hmm. song. Societal pressures is like, no, you can't. You, that's not the person you're supposed to be with. Uh, you're yeah, supposed yeah. to find somebody who is on your level, essentially. And it's just heartbreaking. And... <laughs> Joe, Joe would pick a sad one. I was gonna say. I, I was just gonna listened say before. I was gonna say. You know, I <laughs> need the, the saddest sad possible line in the whole damn song. Joe's <laughs> like, where did I almost cry? Where is where the did my eyes the fill up saddest with all the water? Part. <laughs> there we go. Yep. All right. Uh, favorite <laughs> verses. Okay. Who wants to go first? Let's do the guests. Guests should go first. Pick coast. Okay. You go first. All right. Favorite verse. Favorite verse. Um, so my favorite verse is when they she starts the 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 count of the the three fundamental mm-hmm. reasons. That's fundamental truths. At the same time. <laughs> and I truths. picked yeah, the fundamental yeah. truths. Yes, thank you. Um so I picked Number one, I, I mean, do, are we do? No, we're not um, playing it. <laughs> um, where she's so number one, I'm a girl in a world in which my only job is to marry rich. That whole mm-hmm. verse. I don't know, like how you guys always have this verse kind of tough. like conversation yeah. about what consists, what what consists of a verse. Yeah, yeah I like yeah. So I, I like to think I always every, like to think it's like a whole block from one person. So probably that whole first fundamental yeah. truth. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So, I, yeah. So that the first fundamental truth was my favorite verse. Um, and again, it just goes back to that societal pressure to to meet certain expectations when you're picking a life partner, <laughs> um, even if <laughs> you partner. know it might be someone that you don't like. But if they are of a certain status, then you just suck it up, make <laughs> <laughs> it happen. So I will volunteer no, to go just, next. That's just so weird to me. Because that oh, is the okay. exact same verse that I picked. Because uh, that's why I no, knew. No way. That's why I wanted to call it the first fundamental truth. Because that is, yeah, that's the same one. Ah. Uh, yeah, so this one also stood out for all those reasons, of course. But again, it's one, another one of those just fast-paced rhyming verses. Um, just a line... I'm the oldest and the wittiest and the gossip in New York City is insidious. That always gets me. I'm just like that delivery and that rhyme is just so good. Um, but And just throwing insidious in there is just New York so, City so is insidious. Perfect. Yeah. It's just it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, just that whole idea and then just the whole delivery. Yeah. I liked it. <laughs> Obviously. That's solid. Um Okay, this is another one I like toggled back and forth between. Uh, I still haven't officially confirmed mine, but I'm going to go. Okay, I'm going to with the one I wanted to go with. It's not even a verse. It's just a good back and forth. Uh, 
when she looks back at her sister and she is helpless. Yeah. Like that whole bringing the song yeah. prior into it. it yeah. And then it's like playing with the song. And it's that same thing of um, it's in this song is running at the same yeah, time as the these other are simultaneous. Song, and yeah. we're supposed to know that. And this is like another other than the ladies up top and the visual representation. This is the first right, time right, right. we see it. Uh, play out in the song until she then walks over to Hamilton, brings the same introduction. Yeah. But that's not the one I'm even going. Oh, come with. on, what? the one I'm gonna go. <laughs> Look, I have to highlight as we much two, of the song as I can. The one I am gonna go with. You're getting two for me. This is a bonus. Uh, the one I am gonna go with is number three. Aha. Um, wait, number three? Yeah, number three. I know my sister like I know my own mind. You yeah. will never find anyone as trusting or as kind. If I tell her that she, just the she be she be silently resigned, he yeah, be it's, mine. It's, it's she so says good. All fine, of it is I amazing. It's, it's, oh, oh, this is why everything yeah, 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 was so yeah, yeah. hard to it's pick this so week. Yeah. Fantastic. Like I had to listen to it like oh, ten times just to I even part just narrow it down. <laughs> It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I also like that part in the play. Um, uh, well, in the stage play that's recorded on Disney Plus, um, <laughs> how they, the dance moves, that, mm. that part in particular. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I think at that point, he's uh, standing by her. He's like fixing his jacket. The guys are like lined up in a row and yeah. they boom. Yeah. No. Mm. Uh, yeah. Look, I've watched this. I just watched the first half of this the other <laughs> night, uh, drunkenly. So uh, I'm up to five and a half views. So yeah, um, I think we can all pretty much unanimously pick our favorite character together. Yeah, Angelica. <laughs> Angelica. Yeah, I don't think there was any yeah. Uh, yeah. debate. There's in no this other one, choice, and we filled up. She time. killed it. And we did. Killed so, it. And of course, she killed shouting it. Shouting out Renee earlier. Mm. Yeah. All right. Will it work outside the play? Yep. Okay. We have one thousand percent. It one thousand percent. Number one. I would hope so. All right. I mean, yeah. I mean, kind of. Kyle, do you think it works outside? Um. No offense, but I'm gonna give it a soft. I'm giving it a soft yay. I still think it does. Okay. So on Joe's criteria, obviously, someone who's familiar with the play. Most people love this song. You can listen to it all the time. But I think it works outside for someone who hasn't heard it because of the emotion, because of the lyrics, because of the delivery. The performance is so good. Um, It could work, but there is a lot tied to the play still. And I think it works on its best level in context, which is why I give it a soft yay. I think you could listen to it outside the play, but there is still like parts of the play in it because they're calling back to stuff. So yeah, (laughs) that's why I think, I think the biggest detractor would be uh, in comparison to the last week's song. Mm -hmm. Cause I mean, these songs are going to be tied at the hip. Exactly. Uh, like Siamese Twins, is the fact that it's not a traditional song structure. Yes. There's no... It's not verse, chorus, verse, chorus like last week was. But with that said, I'm going to have Jillian read what I wrote down as my playability. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> just the hell yeah. Just the hell yeah. Uh, I didn't need any criterias this week. I got uh, you. I got you. I didn't need a car test. I didn't need uh, 
to overthink this. This works a resounding so much show. What Julian was about to read that I wanted to read was um, I looked it up. I should have done this with other songs as well. But so Billboard works where it has the top 200 albums and then the hot 100 songs. And then after that, there's another Billboard because they need to justify their worth. Um, There's a Billboard bubbling 100. So that's the next 100 songs under the top 100 songs. And this peaked at 14. So it was the 114th most popular song at the height of its So probably like when the album first came out, I guess. Has seen the play live? the soundtrack? Yeah, when it first came out. Uh, Farzad saw it live. Oh, nice. Yeah, he saw it in San Francisco live. (laughs) Nice. Um, So yeah, that alone tells you that, I mean, a song from a soundtrack of a play was on a billboard chart like i don't need to overcomplicate this with my hey i got you i'll say dumb criteria <laughs> we gotta have criteria we gotta have criteria <laughs> it's so funny because i put on like in my little notes i was like billboard top 100 oh really <laughs> <laughs> all right the thing that uh probably needed at this point in this episode because this might be our longest episode I Farzad, don't doubt that notes all right. <clears throat> Today, the uh, song that was being getting your vibrato is... on, buddy. Yeah, no. Uh, satisfied. <laughs> General thoughts are that it starts oh, at the reception. A's got the hots, super hot for Hamilton. <laughs> it's also a discussion about uh, hypergamy, and where Kyle also brought in that she was more worried that Ham was marrying in for the status instead of like he was doing it for the hypergamy or whatever mm-hmm. well, Jillian brought in the hypergamy nah, I'm still not we kind of just uh, had a discussion it, so. on what each of them kind of thought so it's also the name of the song is based on a letter to Hamilton uh, <laughs> Jillian felt it was had a nice R&B vibe Kyle felt it was visually brilliant and rose among the rankings and Joe felt it was a master class uh, Jillian brought in the stuff about her historical nugget was about Angelica and her history and everything about uh, I encourage you to listen to the segment <laughs> <laughs> I have notes there's just a lot of it's a lot of random notes that I'm like how am I yeah. going to string this together well, we torture you every um, with this the, uh, Kyle the brought best. in my it's father has no things. sons which was a complete lie uh, he had a son who died young uh, and Joe brought in the best man, John Lawrence, who wasn't actually at the wedding because he was in Philadelphia trying to argue not to go to France and being a POW. And that is our roundup. All right. And the thing you always forget in your roundup, top half or bottom half? I like to be asked. I put this in the top yeah, yo. <laughs> Noise. Yeah, this song is so undeniable. Consensus. Excellent. All right. Now for. Ah, yes. I used to say I live my life a quarter mile at a time. We are the Tam haters of the brunch. Bad times. Looks like you're running out of time. <laughs> time for the time game. Farzad, explain the time game. Running out of time. This is where the boys rank the songs chronologically from longest to shortest. Uh, the song today is five minutes and twenty nine seconds. Send me your guesses, boys. Joe is currently leading mm. at five to Kyle's up. four, and they Let's do share a tie. 
Yes. Uh, Confident. Confident in my rating. Confident. (laughs) Not as confident as Kyle. Excuse me of cheating. So Joe comes in with three, and Kyle comes in with six. The correct answer is three. Oh, yeah. three. <laughs> 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 okay. I am. Well, I was thinking back. This is this is longer than uh, right hand man. So I guess so, and it's longer than helpless, which I knew was ten from yeah. last week. So I'm like, I'll go a little higher. Yeah. So I get accused of cheating. I get accused of cheating, and Joe is now one. Hey, look, f- four of the last five weeks. So let's. I dial that know, back a little we bit. We do keep forgetting dial to that do back a Farzad. We keep forgetting to have Farzad um, either send us a, a, a picture of what we've done so far, so we know where they stack up. Oh yeah. But I remember. I think right it's more man. fun I was not like, knowing. Know. Yeah, because it'll be I just, just the drive home today. Go ahead. I'm just saying it'll be harder to do once we get around like the 30s if we know where everything is. That's well, true. Not, not harder, but actually easier that to do true. is what I mean. So I think just not getting that recap yeah. is probably better. I was just thinking back to when uh no, it wasn't right hand man. It was um my shot. Mm, that's and one of the longer the phone ones. Call yeah. I have my brother, he was like, How could you go that low? Oh, and I, yeah, was yeah. Like, All right. I was like, I was, was like, I know it's longer than that. Into your brain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, I know it's longer than that, so I'm going higher. Oh boy. Um, all right, so now it is time for you believe weird comments. Some comments go on social media and read the comments. We got company. It is time for comments from the company. Well, we had one company member in on the episode. Many comments. And we got a number one out of her. Um, next we got Beth J. Villa on Instagram. I went back and forth on this song for the number one spot. Mm -hmm. Alas, it is my number two. The most chilling inducing, the most chill inducing and feel all the feelings song. Mm. When she raises that glass and hits those notes, it's just, I I can't even. (laughs) I love Angelica. She knows who she is and she knows who Alexander is and she makes the right heart wrenching choice. Mm. We got a two from Beth. Yumi01 on Instagram. Wow. I I love what my company mates had to say about this song. This was the song of the play that locked me in, and I've been on the ride ever since. So with that being said, this song ranks for me at number 34. Are you kidding me? Sorry. That was a, t- that was a, that was a typo. I meant... Number four. <laughs> that would have been him. I was like, this is going to be one of those swerves again, isn't it? But it's like, no, it's impossible. This, Like I said, this song is undeniable. Everyone who talks about it, it's 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 up there. The song is undeniable. Undeniable. That's a yeah. classic Yumio bit. He, he got us with the zigzag this time. Great thoughts from both of our company members <laughs> there. Classic, classic bit. Yes. Oh, my God. Okay. Excellent. Um, Kyle, you want to <clears throat> give us your plugs? Um... I'll just say go to a new low.co for all the other shows that we do and links and stuff there. Um, I'm on social media, but it doesn't matter. So Joe, <laughs> <laughs> um, you can follow this show's Twitter and Instagram at who does a pod 
Um, you can join our Discord. It is the pinned tweet on Twitter. You can follow me at Joe Dorville on Twitter and Instagram. And also look out for my hip-hop album, TV, by Headphone Joe. The no O, no E is in the phone. I'm it's longer every making week. making it even more concentrated so people don't <laughs> forget. Uh, Jillian, do you want to give plugs or do you want to stay anonymous? Uh, I don't really have anything to plug. Reduce, reuse, recycle. Excellent. All right. Solid. Farzad. Follow me at doing it for science on Twitter. All right. And not Instagram. All right. So that was a. You're going to say something to say, Farzad? I guess not. Okay. Uh, that was a fun episode. I was going to say. That was a lot of fun. Thank you guys for having me. Thank you for uh, coming yes. and being our first Thank you. co-host. It's excellent. And thanks for forcing me to watch this play. Mm. You're um, welcome. Now it's taking over my life. Thank you for forcing <laughs> Joe to watch it. Kyle, thank you for <laughs> thank you for being on this journey with me. Buddy. Absolutely. Um, so that is all from me. I'm Joe Dorville, and I'm here with his right hand man. Thank you for listening to a new low podcast network. We've got four fun podcasts on our current roster for you. Every other Monday, you can enjoy the misbehavior journal club, a podcast highlighting exciting developments in the neuroscience community hosted by Amiel Moreno and Leah Krebit. Get some in-depth analysis of all things sports with cheers from the press box, dropping two episodes a week, co-hosted by comic Brennan Tassif and hip hop artist, Joe Dorville. Catch me, Kyle Loader with my right hand man, Joe Dorville, every Wednesday as we discuss a different song from the Hamilton musical soundtrack on Who Does a Podcast. Last, but certainly not least, is our network's flagship podcast, A New Low, which drops every Friday. A New Low highlights a wide variety of current events that both disappoint and encourage our five diverse co-hosts, who are Farzad, Headphone Joe, No O No E Dorville, Scott by Scott, L Greg, and me, Kyle. Every episode of all these podcasts and all of our social media details and links can be found at anewlow.co. That's anewlow.co. All our shows can also be found everywhere podcasts are available. Like and subscribe is the name of the game. Thanks again for all your support.